You're listening to The Dirt on Dating Show with your host, Misha Noah. Get ready for real stories with everyday people on topics like the hottest dating apps, when to commit, and how to find a partner you actually click with. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Welcome to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah. And I'm Mish. And today, we're going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Shane. Shane lives in Los Angeles. Shane is sexy, saucy, and a non-binary socialite who also does freelance consulting. Amazing. So Shane, how's it going? It's going exceedingly well. How are you guys? Good. So tell us a little bit about your your dating life. Um, So I'm saucy and fun, and there's more to go around for everyone. Um, Dating life. I'm a polygamist, so I don't have one partner. I have a multiplicity of them. Currently, I have about three that live in various parts of the world. And I just, I'm kind of a a fun, outgoing person who likes to suck a lot of dick. Sorry, you going to say that on your thing? Yeah. You <laughs> yes, you can say, say that everything. on our show. You can say whatever you want. There's no filter on this show. That's Good. right. <laughs> That's fantastic. So how do you normally find all this dick? <laughs> well, typically, I have 20-20 vision, and I'm kind of a pungent geared toward packages. Uh, no, I mean, I'm honestly an outgoing social person. I'm kind of non-conventional. So whenever I'm out, I'm very fun and flirtatious. I usually catch people by surprise. I'm really kind of out there and forward. I'm like, oh, hey, nice package. People will literally do a double take. I'm like, wait, wait, are you, are you talking about my penis? Like, absolutely, I am. Let's see and suck it. I mean, I know that sounds really straightforward, but typically it works every single time. Or you get like an Uber ride that's like, wait, like, I'm married. I'm not supposed to, but oh, here we go. What the heck? Um, so that doesn't always work well for dating, but I mean, it works for a multiplicity of sexual situations, which I'm a master of. So, I mean, I don't know if that answered your question, but, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> this is now going to be like the Uber driver chronicles. You know what? Let me skip that one. I spoke too soon. Let me re- scratch that from the record. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I can't count. <laughs> <laughs> Countless, innumerable. Oh my God. So I'm curious to see just a little bit about because it's a unique philosophy that you're free to love uh, many people. How did you discover that this was the way that you wanted to love? And how did you decide that this was right for you? Well, quoting a popular song, um, once, upon a time not, once Upon a Time Not Long Ago, I Was a Hoe. I don't know. I think growing up, I was kind of like a shy geek. And I think to overcome my shyness, I kind of my shtick became sexuality. Uh, and then in college, bring on the orgies, the threesomes, the foursomes. And then, of course, I never put that away. Uh, my friends are beautiful. We attend wonderful, you know, salacious parties. And so I was kind of like, hi, why have one when you can have more fun? So I know for some people, it sounds like, oh, you should settle down and find one partner. That's just never really been the case for me. I'm kind of a lot to handle. I'm multifaceted. I fly around a lot. So I definitely lend myself to loving multiple people in various states of their life. Some are married. And of course, their wives and spouses know. Um, some are single and just also not, you know, kind of tied down to a binary kind of Linking, I don't know. It just, it just kind of found me, I guess. Got it. The other thing that you know, you mentioned, like you would find yourself showing up at these really amazing <laughs> foursomes, threesomes, wild parties. You know, and it's something that I think a lot of people do have this desire to experience something like that, but they don't really know where to look. You know, maybe maybe you have a a, a strategy or or something. You know, beyond just asking someone to 
you know, show their package <laughs> that maybe there's an actionable step that somebody could be like, all right, this is how I can have a life like Shane's. The old childhood adage, truth or dare does wonders. Lots of people, like you say, have voracious sexual desires that they're basically too scared to enact or they're scared of like negative social sanctions. People always get scared of how people are going to view them and judge them. Throw a little bit of booze, throw a little bit of truth or dare and boom, get the party started. <laughs> Got it. And then so when, when you do decide that, that you'd like to have more than just, just a fuck buddy or something like that, you know, what's, what's, what are some qualities that you're looking for to, to bring that person into your life? Well, so like I said, I do have about three partners that have been there for the long haul. Um, first and foremost, friendship and compatibility. I mean, I, I mean, no romance without finance. I'm kidding. No. I mean, aside from the, you know, the licentious, you know, lascivious nature of just getting it on, I need to make sure that they're kind, polite, you know what I'm saying? Little confused don't matter as much, but I want to show if there's going to be longevity in one of like a long-term partner, I need to make sure they get along with my friends. I mean, pretty much in my core group, my friends have met you know, my boyfriends, plural, um, they get along with everyone. We've had some fun threesomes. But I guess so you're asking for longevity, I guess, to make sure that we're compatible intellectually. And for me, kindness goes a long way. So I mean, that's kind of one of my big caveats to actually like dating someone more for the long term, as opposed to just for a one night stand. And when you're approaching like a single person versus someone that who is already in a relationship, and, and you mentioned before that you have a really upfront communication and, and like, the other parties know that they're doing this. How do you approach that level of communication? Well, I'm always transparent, not saying all my partners were. I'm, some of them have gotten busted in the past. I'm an open book. So when I flirt with someone, I mean, pretty much the sexual innuendo and energy is there. It's electric. It's alive. I mean, people typically pop a boner. But once I start talking dirty, boom, bada bing, bada boom. Um, then if it continues for the long haul, I'm just open. You know what I'm saying? I have no qualms with like, hey, well, I'm also seeing X, Y, Z or you know, inviting someone to a soiree where my friends are like, oh, you're so-and-so, heard so much about you, so nice to meet you. Um, then if time ensues, there was a situation once where I realized that a partner I'd been seeing for a couple of years had a wife, and I learned that probably year two. Sadly for the wife, she learned that year three. And that was the whole big point of contention where she, <laughs> where she looked into the phone and was like, oh, this is a kind of... um." kind of a nondescript name, Shane, is it a boy, is it a girl, went through the text messages, so I suggest if you're going to have secrecy, hide your text, password, protect your phone, or do something, went through it thinking I was a female stripper, realized I had a male genitalia, and freaked. So that was a whole big growth in his relationship with her. Needless to say, they broke up. Um, we're now almost on year four, year five. And then she did circle back, wanted to get my name tattooed on her ass as a joke. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm funny, but nobody's joke. I, it just depends. Like, I'm open and honest. Other people aren't always, but I mean, the truth always comes out. So you might as well be upfront. That's kind of my philosophy. So I feel like you have probably had sex in some crazy places. So can you tell us about some of these experiences? Oh, my, where do we begin? I mean, childhood, adolescent, just like, I mean, like, crazy places. I mean, I have stories for days. Um, yes, I mentioned I alluded to Uber cards. That's always a fun one. Late night drunk, bada bing, bada boom, you're there in a the car. It's fun, quick and easy. I mean, everyone's done a party soiree. I mean, you know, like people usually do bumps in the bathroom. There's bumps of multiple kinds, bumps and grinds, etc. So parties, I mean, cars, uh, traditional in my bed, which is kind of boring. Um, of course, outside in the swing, in the park. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm very... <laughs> Graciously fun when it comes to sexual encounters and situations. 
you know, just as something that interesting, because you have such an upbeat, positive energy. And I think that's something that part of like you're being so expressive and transparent with your sexual desires and how you you consistently you know act on them. Do you notice a difference in your mood if you're not getting sex versus when you are? Wait, who said I don't get sex? No, I'm just like, I'm just like <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, who said that? I was like, I pretty much get sex whenever, wherever. You're kind of cute too. If you met me in person, those trousers would be down to your ankle. I mean, <laughs> who's saying they're not right now? <laughs> oh. Aim the zoom camera down lower, my friend. <laughs> I have been told I've infectious energy, and maybe that's why I'm so good at you know procuring and getting lots of people. I mean, girls, guys, you name it. I just I have a zest and zeal for life. And I, I mean, there's nothing. I'm sex positive. There's nothing wrong with being a quote ho. I think it derives such a negative stigma as if seeking multiple partners is a bad thing. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. OnlyFans, demon time, and porn would prove otherwise. You know what I'm saying? It's funny that people are so key to present their girlfriend or their boyfriend or their husband or their wife or whomever, and then they'll cheat and have dalliances. So rather than do so, not saying that all people do, I don't want to be like, you know, booed and shunned for having this open kind of dialogue, but I know many people that have cheated, and there are many people that go on non-record reports that there's been dalliances in their past. I'm just upfront, and I think because I'm so forward and so open and so positive with my sexuality that people are kind of, you know, drawn to it. You know, they're seduced by it, they're entranced by it, and I mean, even if it's like, oh, well, I'm straight, but okay, maybe it's just this one. I mean, that's just been the story of my life since, you know, middle school. I feel like people are definitely attracted to the like, confidence and that, you know, the positive energy. I, it's like something that it's like magnetic, you know? Oh, thank me. <laughs> and, and how has that, how has that, um, you know, it impacted other areas of your life? Um, I mean, it bodes well for being, a consultant, I guess, like in my work life, my whole thing is I do brand cohesiveness and brand voices for people that are, I guess are stuck. So I guess I also help them unstuck their sex lives, just like help them unstick their their problematic work, you know, deficiencies. Um, I, I guess this energy, this intellectualism that I bring into everything, I make downplaying it, making it funny, but I mean, I am a serious person too. I, I love connectivity on all different levels. So I guess on you some know, level, sex is an ultimate expression of you know, how do you connect with someone? Can you alternate and change your, your compatibility styles? Like I'm an open book. I like to try new things. I like to learn new languages. I like to travel. I, I pretty much am a, you know, give it a try kind of guy, you know? That's me and I rhyme a lot too, so I'm corny. I think it's great. <laughs> Gotta love the corny, yeah. Cool. So if you could... if. If you could give like one piece of advice to somebody who is um, who's looking to have a bit more sexual freedom in their life, what would that advice be? Actually, it's going to sound funny because I garnered it from one of my financial gurus whom I love, Robert Kiyosaki. He said something, I'm going to paraphrase it, um, when he talked about mind your own business. And he was saying, basically, the monetary standpoint of if you're working a job that's ever broke, you know, don't mind the business of the shopkeep because basically you're making your shareholders rich. Mind your own business as in have your side hustle, have your own things that kind of garner you wealth and investment. So it's kind of a loose translation of that. Lots of people are so caught up on what other people think of them. It thwarts their sexuality. I see people all the time at parties or at a bar. We've all seen it before where, you know, I'm just going to the bar or the club to get drunk. But clearly they're going there as a sexual meat market. They're going there to meet people or they have lust in their eyes. I mean, whether it be for having a partner, whether it be for having fear of judgment, a lot of times, or I mean, those people get liquid courage, get super drunk, and then make a fool of themselves. But a lot of times, people I think are scared to be received negatively, so therefore they don't actually go and try. Where I just say funny, outlandish things, and I think it unnerves people to were like, "Wait, like you thought I was attractive? 
gave me a compliment. You just made it sexual. Wow, it rhymed. And now I'm hard. Let's go. So I think that if people wanted, you know, kind of a more open, fluid type sex life or just to get that partner they've always been vying for, I think that some of the traditional realms of like, actually, it's going to be a longer dialogue now, though, but now in today's time, people use their Tinder and their grinders and all their various apps, which are great. Those are great, you know, tools for a quick hookup. Um, they are, they're wonderful, they've been proven to work, but I still like that authentic, like, see someone, see something, you know, I genuinely find interesting and attractive, and then comment on that quote or quality. And then typically, I mean, people open up. I think people, you know, want to be complimented. People want to get to know other people. So I just say, you know, go for it. I say, like, see something that you want, be polite, be tactful, no boundaries. I mean, like, you know, you don't want any, you know, kind of bad things in your hands, but I mean, I've never too shy to kind of, you know, throw a sexual, you know, a joke and see how it's received. Like, even when I threw the joke at you, but your pants being down, I mean, boom, you know, it's just, <laughs> I went for it. So we're going to start uh, moving towards wrapping up here. What, what kind of fetishes do you have? And like, what, what, do you, what do you really like to explore? Well, it's so funny. Because I don't want to be psychoanalyzed with all these things. A lot of times, that they're too scared to explore, I've done a lot of things. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know that I have any that would stop me. I mean, I've done, you know, polyplay, BDSM. I've, I've done a host of things. So one of the things I love the most, hooking up with great men, depending on how heteroflexible they are, bending without breaking, I guess that'd be my ultimate fetish. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, and again, thanks for sharing that. It takes a lot of vulnerability to be able to, to say this is a fetish that I have and, you know, what I'm going through. And I think a lot of times people, it's good to know that other people have strange, if not quirky, or just, you know, things that they feel good about that make them happy. And it's important to, to be able to, to go out and, and chase those. So thank you for sharing that. One more fun question. Is there a sex toy or a product that you've purchased in the past? It could be recently, it could be a long time ago that has changed your life. I used to be scared of the dick. Now I feel lips to the shape, handle it like a real bitch. So um, I don't use toys anymore. I mean, my whole body is a toy and I can do wonders with my mouth and various parts of my body. But when I was in college and I like had the fear and loathing of sucking dicks, there was a product called Good Head Gel and they had different flavors and one was like a tingling mint. Oh my goodness, that became my staple in college. Like even one time post-college, Someone prank called me was like, oh, remember that time you blew me with that, that tingling sensation, good head gel? And I busted out laughing. It was like, well, clearly you either met me or you know of me. But yes, that product in use was a game changer. I think they still sell it. I no longer need it. But that, you know, for any beginning dick suckers out there, bada bing, bada boom. It, you know, it's pleasure for you, pleasure for him, pleasure for all of them. You know, it tingles in the right spaces and it makes happy faces. You're the Fantastic. Best. Cool. Well, we'll leave a, sh a link in the show notes that's still available out there for, for you beginning explorers of that. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing um, your story and, and your journey with us. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to meet you in person and I'll share some more. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Dirt on Dating show. It has been a pleasure. Uh, don't forget to rate, review, and leave us some comments. So go to your favorite podcast, leave us a review. It helps us grow and it helps other people find the podcast. And of course, if you want to be featured on the show, swing by dirtondating.com backslash single. Let us know your story. Uh, yeah, we want to get you on the show and um, there's a short questionnaire. You can fill it out and we'll get you in and have your own interview. All right, take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe. 
talk dirty. And we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.